Hey, Nikki. Hey, Gabby. So today we are talking all about why do we want to convince people to like us? Um, we talked about last time about the social hierarchy. So this is kind of like a little spinoff of it. Um, I found a quote um, from a Bridget Nicole. Now, I'm not sure who this is, but I want to give her credit because <laughs> I don't know who Bridget is. But she said, uh, either they like you or they don't. Never try to convince somebody of your worth. If the person doesn't appreciate you, they don't deserve you. Respect yourself and be with people who truly value you. Um, I wanted to start off with that quote because I think sometimes when we're um, seeking out attention mm -hmm. and we are trying to convince people to like us, that um, a lot of times we can lose our identity mm. and we can start to become someone else mm -hmm. to be liked um so i think that quote is perfectly sums up no be your authentic self which we've talked about in previous episodes mm -hmm. um and if those people don't like your authentic self then you know find the people who who do yes. and those are the people who deserve to be in your life not the people who want to be in your life because how we talked about last episode because you're pretty mm -hmm. or because you're rich or because you have a great occupation yeah like you want people who love you based off of who you are mm -hmm. even if those things were to go because anything can happen to us yeah. i mean think our our looks fade you know mm -hmm. something terrible could happen to us god forbid and completely change the way you look um you could lose your job and and be unemployed how many mm -hmm. people were unemployed over covid who yeah. had great jobs um you know, anything can happen. Anything so you want happen. someone who's there for you, um, who wants to be your friend, who wants to be in a relationship with you based off of you and your character and your heart. And your authentic yes, self. And for sure. I recently heard someone say that it doesn't matter, you know, what you do. There's always going to be people that dislike you. Yeah. No oh, matter what sure. you say, like no whatever topic what. you speak on, whatever, however you dress, there's going to be people who dislike you for it on both sides of it mm -hmm. so you might as well literally just be yourself be yourself because people are always going to find something no matter what it anything. is no you you could dress extremely conservative to try to impress conservative people and then there's going to be people that say oh she dressed like an old lady mm -hmm. or you can dress or vice versa you know very provocatively and then there's going to be people that look at you like oh why does she dress like that you mm -hmm. know what i mean you have to just be yourself be because yourself. you're never going to please every single person you're not no matter and, and i feel like when you try to like you'll drive yourself crazy mm -hmm. you will run yourself so thin um you will it, it's just not good for your mental and emotional health to literally try to please everyone because it's just never going to happen yeah. because we're all so different and we all have different beliefs and we all have different ideals and we all have um, a different way to look at life so you know me as um, a Christian, I'm not going to please everyone in the world. Um, I'm not even going to please all Christians. It's just, exactly. it's just, it's what it is. Like I'm just not going to fit that because we are just messed up people, mm -hmm. and that's just life, unfortunately. Yeah. Yep, and that's why you have to stop trying to convince people to like you because, again, like we talked about on a previous episode. You're the only person who lives your life. Yeah. If they don't like you, that is okay. It's, it's okay. not the end of the world. At all. And it sound it is easier said than done yeah. because it's really hard to just simply not care yeah, what people sure. think. But it is such a freeing feeling when you don't care what people think because you have to understand that it's not impacting them. Like yeah. it's nothing's bad gonna happen if they dislike you. That's okay. It is okay. Like I I feel like 
Um, we should never look for our value in other people's opinions of us or our life. Like our value is not based on, um, how much money I make. My value is not based on if I'm married or if I'm single or if I'm a mother, um, Mm. if whatever the case is. Because all those things can change. They all, every single last one of them can change. And I'm definitely not going to base my value off what someone thinks of me. Like I have to learn who I am and to be okay with that. Um, and to actually not even just be okay with that, but to love that mm-hmm. because I am who God created me to be. Mm-hmm. So I need to be my authentic self. But I feel like, um, I feel like I, we kind of mentioned on the previous episode, this a lot of times can stem from childhood. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like, um, you know, when you're a kid, you, you, I mean, people in general want to be liked, you, yeah. you know, you don't want to be a hated person. I mean, maybe some people who have some sort of, mental disorder who causes them to you know do crazy things Mm -hmm. and and to think in you know abnormal ways but the general population of people we want to be accepted we want to be liked which is okay but i think you know when we're children and we are on the um more popular side like i feel like when we're kids we're kind of like clicky I think a lot of times we can be clicky. Like, we'll we'll get our groups of friends. I know, like, when I was in in elementary school, um, there was – I saw – I transferred to Akron Public Schools when I was in the third grade, like, middle of my third grade year, which was extremely hard. (laughs) But, um, you know, there was a group of popular kids, and I did not fit in with them. And I tried to because I knew that they were popular, and I was so shy, and I was like, I'm new here if I got in – in with them but they were just mean kids like I mean and who knows where they're at now I'm, I'm not going to judge them off of that but they were just mean but I wanted to be their friend because they were popular and it's like that trickles into your adult years yeah. but I think it starts when you're younger and I think um you know it can be a variety of things mm-hmm. I mean it could be low self-esteem for me I had some low self-esteem even when I was younger um so I felt like you know, hey, if I could be their friends, you know, maybe I would be looked at as a di- in a different light than what I see myself as. Mm, yeah, that makes sense. And it's so crazy because it has nothing to do with, like, likability and authenticity. It has everything yeah. to do with their status yes. and they're popular. Mm-hmm. People like them, so people will like me. And it's always a defense mechanism. I, I was listening to a TED Talk, and I wish I could remember his name. Um, I have to look it up so I can give him credit for this. But he was just talking about how, like, back in, like, caveman days, mm-hmm. you know, tribes were formed, and, like, you had to prove yourself. You had to prove your weight, and yeah. that the less, the weaker you were, the less they see that you can help provide and bring the more chances you had to be abandoned. Mm. And so that's kind of like where it started, like a sense of needing to belong and needing to feel like you're worth something. And so nowadays it kind of transitioned into like more so social social circles and things like that. Oh, for sure. Versus like your actual value to the community, which I'm cautious in saying that. I think everyone has value, Mm -hmm. but everyone taps into their value differently. Mm -hmm. Everyone taps into their purpose and their calling and their actual abilities to do things differently. Not everyone taps into that. Um, So, you know, back then, like you said, in those caveman days, Mm -hmm. you know, you had to prove I'm a valuable member of society or I'm going to get left behind. Now it's just like, oh, I got the latest 
shoes, popular shoes. Now I'm or the most cool. followers on social media. Oh, yes, and it's like so. Example. What do you think the uh, the loss is? Like if we compare it to caveman days, like okay. you're gonna lose your tribe. You're going to lose the help of other men and women being able to bring and supply food and shelter and everything else mm-hmm. that you need. So that is a big risk. I would want to make sure I'm doing my push-ups sure. or whatever. Yeah. But what <laughs> do you lose? I guess let's speak as adults because that's what we are. We okay. gotta speak about our current world. What do you lose if you don't get the acceptance, if you don't have all the followers, if you're not well-liked and accepted by the masses? I think when it comes to social media and as adults, um, I don't think you lose anything. I think we put more weight on that stuff Mm -hmm. than we need to, um, especially as adults. I can see children falling into that. um, Mm -hmm. We're we're more uh, susceptible to peer pressure as children. We're more susceptible to identity issues. Not that we don't face those things as adults, but it's easier for us to fall into that as children. Mm -hmm. But as adults, like, uh, if I have... 100 followers which i've had before or if i have 700 followers or i have thousands of followers like number one you don't know all those people true like you don't (laughs) they don't know you you don't know them Mm -hmm. um number two i can guarantee you most of those people don't even care about you they're following you because of something they liked on you whether it's something that you said something that some way that you looked Mm -hmm. there's some reason why they're following you um and if i lose them I personally, this is my situation, mm-hmm. I don't lose anything. Yeah. Now, I understand that some people utilize social media for businesses. True. And I get that if you're using it for that and you're losing followers, then yeah, maybe it will affect your business. Mm-hmm. Maybe it will affect your blog or whatever you're working on. Um, you see your numbers go down or whatnot. That can affect it. But in personal life, for me, in all honesty, I was actually just thinking about this like an hour before you came here. <laughs> And I was like, I so badly want to get off social media. Like, I... I thought that today, too. So badly want to get off social media, really for good. Um, It's just... Mm. Sometimes it's just so draining. It is. Because I feel like... Especially Instagram. Especially Instagram. (laughs) Well, that's the only one I have. But, I mean, there are times that I enjoy it. There are times that I like to scroll and see what's going on. And it's fun and it's leisure. But I would say 90% of the time, I'm just like, I don't want to post content. But you got to post content if you want to, you know, boost your your ratings on your podcast or whatever you're doing. It's like, if I didn't have a podcast, I would probably go MIA. Like, I cannot stand it. Like, that's my little side note (laughs) because we're talking (laughs) about it. Um, But for me, I don't lose anything because I really don't care about it. Mm -hmm. But I think some people put so much weight on it because they put their value in, like, how many followers they have and how many likes they have. I've had posts that have hundreds of likes. I've had posts that had five likes. I don't care. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I really don't care because, like, I don't know y'all like that. And y'all are not invested in my life Mm -hmm. like that in real life. So I honestly don't care. But some people will go into, um, you know, depression or anxiety or have these uh, mental and emotional attachments to Mm -hmm. social media that if they're not on there, if they have FOMO and they're missing out on these things and whatnot, like... Some people they 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 do miss, they do lose out on a lot because they're not using it in the right way. Yeah, I agree, and I feel like if a lot of people really re- like analyze that mm-hmm. and thought about like what do I lose if I got off social media? What do I lose? And they realize like you're not really truly losing anything because, like you said, all of those people 
they want to benefit from something. You know what I mean? Whether it's trying to i seen someone say recently it was a girl who was blowing up and she was saying that like a lot of girls are inboxing her now and trying to be friendly with her and stuff mm-hmm. like that and she's just like i'm not interested in it i'm yeah. like she's like i know y'all want to be my friend because i have a lot of followers yeah. and because y'all think i'm pretty y'all didn't do that before right. she's like i'm good i'll have my core friends mm-hmm. and i'm fine but yeah i think that if we just really looked at it like we would because truly I really want to get off I social really media. I really want to get off so bad. It's not it's even, so for me, it's not permanent, but I be needing breaks. Like, sometimes opening Instagram is literally dreadful to yeah. me. Like, oh, I don't sure. want to see all of everybody doing everything. I like, I just don't care. I just want to actually live. I actually find more enjoyment just living my life every day and not feeling the need to post things like sometimes again like with the whole like us having a podcast if i didn't have a podcast i'd probably be off social media so much more um i used to take months breaks before like i would mm-hmm. take like three months six month breaks from social media and love now it. it's like and now it's like dang if i take a break is that going to affect the podcast dang is it, it am i going to be losing followers and now they're not going to see updates on it and whatnot and it's just like like i can't tell you how many like reels i have saved in my drafts i'm just like oh my even want to post it like I just I just don't want to I just don't want to do it (laughs) yeah and it's like because and I think that where that comes from for me I can say at least is like tapping into my real life Mm -hmm. and being invested in the real people that I actually deal with I remember like early on when I first started taking social media breaks it was like I don't care what Susie from sixth grade is doing (laughs) and how she has an amazing family and everything like I don't care I care about the people who I talk to every day the people Mm -hmm. who I see my family who I spend my weekends with that's who I want to know how they're doing and I don't want to know how they're doing because of what they posted I want to call them I want them to come over and sit and talk I want to go have lunch I want to go have dinner I want to do those things that is what's valuable to me that's those are the things I care about if those people my family and friends Mm -hmm. started acting weird or distant from me then I'm gonna be hurt not if social media people listen let me tell y'all something this is kind of funny recently I downloaded this app to tell you who unfollows you right I've done it and (laughs) I should not have downloaded that app because you you be feeling kind of offended I'm trying to tell you I I be offended like why did they unfollow me was it an accident did I say something? And Did then I say something? Like, Why did they didn't follow me? But the crazy thing is it'd be people you never even talked to. I had a girl from oh, middle no, school. People. I know. Oh, uh, no, Why I mean, like, not never me? talk to, but, like, you oh, don't like actively you just don't. have a relationship oh, yeah. with them. And it's like, who cares? I really don't have a real-life relationship with you. I don't have a re- And I found myself being, like, really tripping for, like, a good 20 minutes. Like, what did I do or say yeah. or post mm-hmm. that could have offended this girl? Like, I follow her, so why did she unfollow me? Yeah. And then I'm like, this is so stupid. Right. Like, why mm-hmm. do I care? You know what I mean? And it's just, like, that likability that it we is. want. It's yeah. like something goes off, like, they don't like me. What did I do? And right. it's like, who freaking cares? Yeah, I mean, but I feel like people, like, naturally, we want approval we don't want criticism Mm -hmm. we want people to like us we don't want people to hate us Mm -hmm. like and i think that i think that it's okay and even normal to want to be liked you know i what is abnormal is the the desire or like pursuit of needing to be liked. yeah you know 
wanting to be like just means that I want for me I want to have good character I want to be the best version of myself um and, and in return you know I want people to notice that and like those qualities in yeah. me but I don't ever want to get to a place where I where I need it yeah I feel like when you start needing to be liked that's when it's, it's dangerous that's when it's dangerous because that's when you start having identity issues that's when you start becoming a people pleaser and you start doing things just to get the likes. And you come off extreme, extremely inauthentic. Oh, for sure. I know for sure. firsthand. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I've literally tried to be who I thought people liked mm-hmm. or who I felt yeah. like they would want to be friends with. And I feel like it only made it harder for us to connect. It oh, made it for harder sure. for us to be friends because I wasn't not, being me. It's not genuine at that point. Like, I'm literally becoming a different person just to have you in my... Like, I don't ever want to be in a relationship of any kind. Friendship, relationship, whatever. Um, where that person does not like who I am mm-hmm. and either is trying to change me or I feel the need that I need to change mm-hmm. to keep them... Now, I'm not saying, like... It's not good to change and grow as a person. I do think that we should grow as people. I do think that we need to do um, like a self-evaluation and, and um, create better habits and let go of toxic habits. I, I, I'm all for that. But I'm talking about change who you are at your core. Mm-hmm. You know, if someone's like, oh, you're boring and you're um, you know, a homebody, maybe that's what you love. Maybe that's what you love. But why are you trying to be awkward and do all these social events that you absolutely hate and you just, like cringe for you Ugh, just to keep someone in your life? Yes, just to keep <laughs> someone in your life. Like, don't change everything that you are for that person. If they can't accept you like that, then you just have to either distance yourself or go your separate way. Exactly, because again, like we said in the beginning, there's going to be people who dislike you no matter what mm-hmm. or no matter how hard you try. Right. And I won't say that I was the girl in school who was just disliked by many people, mm-hmm. but I have had a handful, and I'm sure a lot of women have dealt with this because it's, oh, it's just women and we're competitive. And I've had girls dislike me and I couldn't figure out why Mm -hmm. like even in middle school I think back to girls who were really mean like and they just didn't like me and they would find any opportunity to try to be mean to me and mind you I was really nice to people in middle school and and elementary school like I just wanted to be friends with everybody and I just remember them being really mean to me and now when I look back at it in high school I'm like Mm -hmm. were they jealous of me or like what was it? A lot of it for for women unfortunately is jealousy of any kind whether if it's looks whether if it's of you might be getting more attention than them or attention from someone that they like mm-hmm. that they don't want them giving you attention it's so many but women are just like that yeah it's just a lot of women you can are be the super kindest, competitive sweetest nicest person mm-hmm. but because they're intimidated by you for whatever reason they may dislike you yeah. you know what i mean and it's just like and but instead of us saying like dang, like, you know, they don't like me, but I guess we're just not meant to be friends. We will do what we have to do to try and get them to like us. Like, why? And I did that years, I mean, I've done that before in different seasons of my life. When I was probably in my early 20s, I wanted to gain friends who were um, more like-minded. You know, Mm -hmm. I I was growing up, I was maturing, I was getting closer to God again. Um, And I wanted women who were similar in that. Like, I didn't want to do the things that I was doing in the past and trying to, like, live like I was a teenager. I wanted Mm -hmm. to take life serious. 
And I remember trying to be friends with a group of girls. And the one girl just did not like me. She just <laughs> did not like me. And I think I have reasons of why. Uh, it's stupid. Again, it's jealousy and comparisons. But it's like even knowing that she didn't like me, I'm just naturally a nice person. So I'll still be nice to people. I'm still kind. I'm still try to treat everyone in the same way. But I would, I would kind of even a tad bit go out my way just to be a little bit nicer because I'm thinking like well maybe she's seen who I really am like if she's understood like how nice I am and how you know how much of a good friend I could be like maybe she would see that and it was like it just wasn't happening and it was like at some point I was like yeah nah <laughs> we not uh, I'm not desperate for friends like Man, that and that's all. a that is a freeing feeling it honestly is. actually when you be like I don't care if you like me yeah Mm-hmm. It gives you a sense of power. Like you, it's like you're taking your power back. Yeah. Being like, is. oh, guess what? I don't have to be your friend. You know what I mean? It's kind of mm-hmm. like those movies where you see like the really popular girl and everybody want to be her mm-hmm. friend. And then like the the nerdy girl who's not popular gets everybody to see their true colors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're like broken from the popular girl spell. And it's like, forget you. We don't have to. Right. You know, it's like you get that power of like, do. I don't need you to like me. It makes you feel better. And I feel like. I feel like when you try to fit into these groups that you know you don't fit in or try to be around people who you're not your authentic self, I feel like your happiness will decrease. Like, we, we automatically think, like, if we have these friends, if we have these relationships, um, if we have a whole bunch of people like us, that we'll just be happy. And it's not true. I mean, in some cases, like, if you develop true relationships, yeah, it can increase your happiness. But if you're just doing things and being popular a lot of times they're very lonely people mm-hmm. really because everyone knows them but they don't really know yeah. who they are at their core they just know the person that they're portraying to be to get the likes and the views yeah I agree that's why it's important to have people who just like you for who you yeah. are but before mm-hmm. you can even do that you have to accept yourself you have to, you have to like you, you before it. you convince <laughs> people to like you and I think that that is uh, and reflect on is like if I am trying to be someone else or trying to get other people to like me, I must not like who I actually am or know mm-hmm. who I actually am. So you have to take some time to figure out who you are, you have figure to. out what you like, like yourself, love yourself, and before you're able to let other people love and appreciate mm-hmm. you as you are. And then, th- I mean, there's so many ways you can do that. Like I said, um, pretty much every episode... I don't think I said it on this last episode before this. Wow. <laughs> uh, let's talk about therapy. Um, I think therapy Therapy is and Kim Kardashian are hot topics on this show for some reason. Two random things, Two random too. things. I don't know why. Um, but what, what I mean by therapy is like, you know, sometimes we have deep-rooted issues and we can't overcome them by ourselves like we can't process them by ourselves Mm -hmm. so when we're talking these things out we can realize like why do i not like myself what does that stem from Mm. how what are ways because i know i went through this with my counselor um is like what are ways for me to boost my self-esteem because sometimes when you're in it it's hard to like figure out like how do i love this thing about me that i don't like but when you have someone who's giving you these tips of like well try this you know you it starts to boost your self-esteem it starts to give you uh, how you were saying like feel like you could take your power back like you're gaining traction and um you're feeling more confident and i feel like when you feel more confident just in general but in in yourself you begin to realize your worth and be like yeah no you, you actually don't deserve me in your life like like 
I don't need you as a friend. I don't need you as a man. Like I know my value and I'm not going to man. lower myself or change who I am to please you. I love that. Cause I feel like I went through the same exact thing, mm-hmm. realizing my value. Like yeah. it hit me hard because I wanted other people to be my friends so bad that all I thought about was like, you know, what I would, how, the benefits I would get if I was their friend, but I never thought about like the benefits that I give as a friend. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, you know, I am a really good friend. Yeah, <laughs> I'm exactly. like, I am trustworthy. I'm mm-hmm. a good listener. I'm supportive. I feel like, you know, I enjoy spending time, but I'm not like clingy. Why are you breaking your neck to be What's friends with thing? people? Like you're an amazing friend. Yeah. Like you're the catch too. Like, yes. you know what I mean? So that helped me to like, just sit back and let it be authentic. Yeah. Let it be natural. Mm-hmm. Don't ever force it because if it's yeah. not meant to be, it's just not meant to be. Like we all say, I want friends. I want friends. So what if you go out with someone and y'all are friends um, or y'all get along well, or do you continue to force it now because right. you want friends? I think if you're forcing things in life, now, I'm not saying working at things like, like friendships and relationships in general need work at. You know, you, you have to work to maintain those things. Um, but to force them is a whole completely different arena. And if you're forcing people to be in your life, like it's, it's not real. Yeah. It's not real. And I don't want anything that's not real in my life. I don't exactly. want to paint this picture for people to <laughs> like think that um, my friendships or that my relationships or that my family dynamics, whatever the situation is for that person, is this beautiful, amazing, perfect Ooh. thing. And it's not. Like I'd rather be single, alone, and friendless and be genuine in that because I have had times in my life where I didn't have friends. And it sucked, but God was molding me in that. And he was um, working things out. And then he brought people in my life. He brought the right people in my life in the timing that was perfect for him and perfect for me. I just didn't see it in that time. Mm -hmm. So it's like, let things flow naturally. And I feel like start looking more deeply into that. So if you're someone who loves books, maybe join a book club. Mm -hmm. If you're someone who maybe you go to church and you want to start getting involved and and going into B groups or getting into ministries of people who are Mm -hmm. like-minded, I don't know, whatever else type of things that you can think of. Whatever you're into. Yeah, similarities, because then you'll find people who probably have a lot of the same interests in you, and then you don't feel the need to change you don't feel the need to be someone else because you're you're putting yourself in areas where you're going to find people who are similar to you exactly and that's why social media is not always the best place for that Mm -hmm. because there have been plenty of times where i felt like oh i could be friends with this person Mm -hmm. or we were making a a connection and then we have and then i'll just see a random post about how they hate christians or something like that and i'm like (laughs) well never mind Or anything like that, you know what I mean? So social media may be not the best place, but Mm -hmm. I wish that we could, you know, get back to the old way of doing things. Mm -hmm. I was just thinking about, like, I I was watching a show called Black Love, and all of the couples were talking about, it's a show about, like, celebrity couples who've been together forever, and they talk about their love story. And all of them met in these beautiful, unique ways. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, in, like, 20 years, everybody's going to be, like, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Tinder. Nobody's going to say coffee shop, movie set, anything like that. Because you know what I mean? So we got to figure out how to get away from social media and get back into actual life and making connections like you said. Yeah, like real interpersonal connections, not social connections. Not to Mm -hmm. say that you can't meet people and have 
you know, valuable relationships through social media. It, it can happen for sure. I mean, I hear stories about it. But whatever happened to, like, meeting up in person and hanging out in person instead of, like, everything digital, texting exactly. all the time and social media all the time. It's like, can we just sit and, like, hang out and talk and, like, meet people in real life? Mm-hmm. And I, I, I would like to. I think about that, like, inviting someone out. We may have some things in common with. And I'm just like, what is the worst that can happen? As long as you make sure first they're not like some crazy psychopath or yeah. something like that. <laughs> but, you know, invite them to say, hey, we're going bowling. Why don't you come? Like, it, we have to get away from this, like awkward introverted social anxiety you know what I mean and and I know that therapy is necessary in other ways to kind of work on those things because that's what it took for me Mm -hmm. but we have to be able to say like okay cool I'll go like it's a public place we're going bowling I'll see if I connect with y'all we may have an amazing time or we may say I hated them yeah I'm never hanging out again feel (laughs) I I think it's okay to feel feel initially a little awkward in the beginning mm-hmm. when you're meeting someone brand new or, or hanging out with someone you've never hung out before. I know for me, when I was starting a friendship with you and trying to start friendship with some other people at the same time, it was kind of awkward because I'm like, uh, I can invite you guys over and everyone say no and then I'm just sitting at home by myself. <laughs> or, you know, I can just take the risk and someone comes over, you mm-hmm. know. And um, even now, like if someone was to invite me out who I know of but I'm not close with, I feel like I would say yes. Mm -hmm. I feel like I would say yes. It would be super weird for me because I am naturally introverted when I'm around people I don't know. But once I get to know them, I'm more extroverted. So it's going to feel a little... Yeah, it's going to feel a little weird at first. It takes time. that's how you make friends. That's how how you start relationships. When I brought brought you and my friend Jasmine together, and Uh it wasn't y'all's first time, obviously, but I I was a little bit nervous. I'm like, how is this going to go? I hope they get along. We had so much fun. We had so much fun. We had so much fun that (laughs) night. That's what I told myself, because at first I was kind of like, I hope it goes smooth. I'm like, I'm not bringing any crazy people. I'm like, I'm bringing two normal adults who know how to socialize with each other. Right. So worst case scenario, they don't connect. Best yeah. case scenario, we have an amazing time. Yeah. Same thing with my cousin Savon and Sarah. I yeah. feel like we all connect yes. and hang out and have so much fun. And so. they were so cool. I'm like, I would have never <laughs> met them if Nikki didn't have us all hang out together. Yeah, and that's how you do it. Like you, We have to get out of the like... Because I know me back in the day, if you would have said, like, I, I've been that way. Actually, my cousin Savon brought me to uh, have dinner with him and some co-workers and friends of his. And it was, like, a bunch of us couples. And I was so anxious the entire time. Mm-hmm. I used to be extremely socially anxious. I remember dating my husband and him bringing me to um, some family and friends uh, to watch the boxing match. Mm-hmm. And just being, I used to just be like in the corner like, I want to go home, I want to go home. Aww. But now, I'm just like, I wish I could do all that over again because I feel yeah. like now the person I am where I'm not afraid to be myself, mm-hmm. I'm not afraid to speak up. I'm not afraid yeah. to make connections. I'm not afraid to be who I am. And that's just kind of what I want for us because I feel like a lot of millennials, a lot of people are mm-hmm. a we desire those relationships yeah but we don't know how to just be ourselves and just mm-hmm. allow ourselves to connect with people naturally and not try and find a certain type of person or certain type of people based yes. on social hierarchy and make right. ourselves come off likable to them yeah yeah and I think you just have to change your mindset when mm-hmm. it comes to this you know we have to break away from the mindset that popularity equals you know happy healthy relationships or equals success it doesn't necessarily i mean for some people it can um i actually this is so random i don't even know (laughs) how i came across this last or this morning um i came across a documentary of cardi b 
and um, I stopped, you know, with the part that they were talking. I was like, oh, it kind of intrigued me. Mm-hmm. But it was talking about how, like, years ago, um, when she was not really popular, you know, she was a stripper in a well-known club, and she was talking in the interview about how, like, she you know, was feeling upset that these other strippers were getting so much more attention based off of their bodies and their looks. Mm. So she decided to go and invest money in getting her body redone wow. and getting butt injections and getting all this stuff done, even knowing that there are risks to it. She was like, but what? what's the risk that it will happen to me? And how, you know, she did all that because she knew it would make her more popular. It knew it would bring more attention, which it did. I mean, it worked out for her. Mm. But I then, in another portion of the... Um, interview they asked her you know are you happy and she was like sometimes you know this doesn't this lifestyle doesn't warrant me to always be happy Mm. you know there are some things that you know I guess if you want to say demons that she's had to fight in this and and, you know cons that she's had to go through with this popularity that she's gained and Mm. even though she's gained success through it um, it, she didn't necessarily gain happiness all the time so we have to understand that there is a um there's a we have to differentiate um, between all of that. We can't mm-hmm. not say, oh, because you're popular, you're successful, or because um, you're popular that you are, you know, happy, or that you're, you know, all these things that we try to put in together. It doesn't equal the same. Yeah, I agree. It definitely does not. And I think that with that Cardi B example, it speaks to how. In some instances, being liked can benefit your career, depending on what and depending on what you deem as successful. Yeah, because everyone has a different success. Um, yeah, definition. If if it's if it's being a most successful stripper, then yeah, maybe being more liked and giving into what everybody deems as beautiful, that may help you. Yeah, but it all depends on what your actual goals are, and if yeah. you want genuine people around you. Getting your body done to impress a bunch of men who would care less about you if you gain five pounds is not the way to go. go. If you want someone who really loves you, someone who really cares for you, you know, someone who's always going to be there for you, whether your pockets get empty, Mm -hmm. whether you drop out of school, you know, if you have temporary down, somebody that can help bring you back up Mm -hmm. and not someone who's going to abandon you because you're not a certain type person. Yeah, exactly. Um, It's just about building um, genuine relationships. It's about uh, building your own self-esteem. It's about um, being your authentic self. It's just about getting back to those things. I think social media is one culprit of, um, you know, causing more comparison than there ever has been before, which has Mm -hmm. always been, like we said in the other episode. But, um, you know, we have to get break away from feeling like, we need to be liked or that we need to be accepted or that we can please every person because we will just go crazy. Yeah, absolutely. So this was a great conversation. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you for being a part of the conversation. We hope that you would DM us and that you will email us, you will comment, whatever, because we would love to hear your experiences and how you dealt with being liked. If you're still suffering with that, we want to hear everything. We want to hear from you guys. Make sure to uh, follow us. Our links are below. Mm -hmm. Make sure to subscribe. Make sure to rate. Make sure to review. And that's it. That's it. See you guys next week. Bye. Bye.